Welcome back to another episode of Marketing Conversations with Lamphouse Films, the show that brings you direct access to tips and insights from today's marketing thought leaders. There's this common adage in the world of marketing where people say this business would be so great if it weren't for all the clients. At Lamphouse, this has always been a big red flag when we hear collaborators talking like that because we believe really strongly that it is the tension between art and commerce that makes marketing what it is. So I sat down with David, one of the creative directors at DMI Partners, to chat about how they're prioritizing the client needs in their creative process. We're just trying to be super collaborative because it's their, the client is the brand and they're the closest to the brand and they know what they want to do at the end of the day. They know what their goals are. They know what the CEO is telling them that they want to, what direction they want to go in. So we just try to listen. We try to be incredibly collaborative and just soak all that in mm. so that we're working towards their goals and the, and the goal of satisfying the consumer at the same time. Um, so really it's just like keeping an open mind. Um, we definitely push back on clients when we don't agree with things, but we also make sure that we're not ignoring them. We make sure that we're taking all their thoughts into consideration. Um, and we really only push back if we strongly disagree with something. We'll always try to make a compromise so that they feel heard, um, so that they're happy. You know, as long as it's not detrimental to them, then we'll always, we'll always do that. And we'll always incorporate those thoughts. How would you encourage people to be better listeners and to be better partners with people in understanding their goals and in, and in creating those, the marketing and those assets? So I guess the first thing is put yourself in the client's shoes, right? Mm -hmm. And understand what they're trying to do. Um, and it, it'll be a little bit easier to empathize with what they're asking for, mm -hmm. especially if they're asking for um, something that you may or may not agree with. You may be more open to that if you're trying to be, you know, trying to relate to it and see it from their eyes. Uh, the other thing is just like we get in when we start any relationship with any client, you know, we just try to have really good discovery sessions. We're trying to learn their business as well as they know it, or at least as close as we can. If you don't know what they're trying to accomplish and you don't fully understand the position that they're in, you may not be as perceptive of things as you, you could have been. So when Rostelli's, one of the largest meat distributors in the country, came to DMI Partners and said they wanted their brand to evoke the feel of a small butcher shop, David didn't question it. They got to work designing a really iconic look. And, and let me just say for a second, as a vegetarian, that I'm not easily impressed by butcher shop branding. And so when I say it's good, I do really mean it. The main logo is a, uh, a cow made out of knives. And those knives represent the knife racks on the butcher shop walls I grew up with. So it kind of started with that logo and then just partnering with them to think of oh, what's our best way to go to market? How are we going to get this word out there? You want everything to be as as real and as authentic as possible as you if you just did walk into a little mom and pop mm. butcher shop that you know had all the best cuts and they were calling the ribeye boneless ribeyes delmonicos and like all, all that stuff that just kind of goes along the little the little personal touches of that experience we want to incorporate you know it's no small feat in design to have something really really robust appear to be really really simple and um yeah, it's it's a it's a really interesting choice. I'd be I'd be interested to hear you talk a little bit more about how you um, manage clarity while keeping something that's as robust and has as many options as this does. I mean, I, I think that's just messaging, right? It's messaging in a good UX. Uh, obviously, we're never trying to make anybody click more than they have to, 
Um, but besides that, we're also just trying to keep our messaging simple, keep it informative. Personality, right? Like the reason that we went with this, let's try to make it feel like a legit mom and pop butcher shop. How do we make it feel like that? Because it's more personal. Hmm. And if it's more personal, it's more relatable and it's more friendly and you f- you have a warmer feeling while you're doing it. So what we do, and Roselli's is way on board with it too. So we work a lot about like, what is that personality? And it's in everything that's written, everything that we do, we try to make sure that it has that personality, that personality comes through. Um, and really that's just to maintain relatability um, and just make you feel like you have a connection to that. But aside from Roselli's, I mean, I, I try to do that with a lot of stuff. I, I do that with us. It It's more relatable. When you see like, oh, these guys aren't just full of themselves and trying to give me all this crazy marketing speak and double talk. I hate corporate speak so much and I hate marketing cliches and I hate all that stuff. So I just try to avoid it as much as we can. Talk like we're real people, throw in some jokes where we can so that you're like, oh, these aren't, you know, these aren't the big agency down the street that's trying to out talk me the whole whole time I'm Hmm. uh, meeting with them. These are just people that we can get legit work out of they're going to hear us they're going to relate to us so it's really just to keep everything more personable and this is my big takeaway from this conversation you have to remember that your audience no matter what you sell is made up of real people and so you have to talk to them like real people that's the real genius behind Rostelli's idea and ultimately dmi partners execution bj novak the writer of a few of your favorite TV shows, most notably probably The Office, he also plays Ryan, has this advice for writers. And I think it applies to writing marketing copy just as well as anything else. He says, when you're finished writing something, read it out loud and notice what parts you hate saying. Those are the parts that still need work. David likes to put it another way. Does it give me like, I I call him, this is probably a common phrase, douche chills. When something's so douchey, it sends chills up your spine. I've not heard that before. Maybe it's common okay. in Philly, but it hasn't made its way to Lancaster yeah. like that. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's if it doesn't give me douche chills, it's all right. Thanks for listening to another episode of Marketing Conversations with Lamphouse Films. Lamphouse is a production company that creates film-centered marketing campaigns. If you want to chat with us about your next campaign, you can reach me directly at josh at lamphousefilms.com. If you haven't yet, make sure to write us a review wherever you're listening to this. It goes a really long way in helping other people find the show. And if you aren't following along on TikTok, you are missing out. You can find us at Marketing Conversations. Today's episode was produced by Malia Irby. It was edited by Zoe Leitinger. I'm your host, Josh Henry. Until next time, stay inspired and let's keep the conversation going.